When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda, and our guest today has been everywhere. Jimmy Fallon, Conan, and Comedy Central, including Inside Amy Schumer. And in 2019, guys, remember 2019? He launched a podcast with Caitlin Cook called Five Words on All Things Comedy. Please welcome Sean Patton. Hi. Hello. How are you? I am awake and I am caffeinated and I am ready for the day. Oh, wow. Perfect. Wow. That is the answer to how are you right now. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. Because if I'm like, how are you? Fine. That's kind of a lie. And also like, do you get to be fine right now? Not really. So what about, yeah. What about how are you relapsing? Is that a good answer? <laughs> that could be, I think, I think everyone should give three like little micro, like, I, like, just be like, how are you? I'm anxious, relapsing, but hopeful. How are you? Yeah. I like it. Yes. Yeah. That's Every, the new norm. Everything's just an AA meeting now. Um, <laughs> I feel fine. Is something happening? Like, I don't know what everyone keeps talking about. Every <laughs> podcast, like I am inside, I have OCD and I've been inside for years. Just, yeah. just heads up. We're all trying to be as clean as you right now. Yeah. That's all that's happening. That's yeah. it. I have been obsessively washing the skin off my hands since high school. So and welcome, our, our, guys. Our current goal is you. Thank you so much. That's never, ever been said before out loud. I mean, I can see <laughs> on that shelf behind you how perfectly spaced out all of those yeah, cacti, plant, everything, everything on there is very, there's a lot of thought. Yes, yeah. and I also have a Buddha behind me because Buddha, yeah. um, I don't know, yada, yada, yada is supposed to fix you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buddha fixed shit. That's why it was so pudgy. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wants to help me. So, uh, Sean, where are you from? You're here in New York now, but where, where did you start off? I am from the great city of New Orleans, Louisiana. A little oh, diamond God. in the rough, a little gem. The pearl in the oyster. That's that what we always of, call you. That yeah. is one of the craziest places I've ever been in my life. Pirate I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It is a, I'm like, is there laws here? I think my first yeah. <laughs> question mark, I performed in, uh, in New Orleans um, a few years back and I was doing comedy on a wireless microphone in mm-hmm. a uh, gay club following a uh, burlesque dancer. And I'm and like, the no mic one- turned into a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no one wants to see this. Everyone's on drugs. And oh, then yeah. in, the, in the middle of it, I was just like, do you guys want to see my boobs? And they're all like, yeah. 
Yeah. And then I just showed my boobs and I, Listen, I made some money. You cater to the crowd that you're playing. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Yeah. Know your is, audience, Andrea. And that's especially, the place that created you. Especially the gay clubs that where they're like, we still appreciate boobs. <laughs> they're like, yes, queen. <laughs> we just want us, please. Yeah. It's uh, thank you for saying New Orleans and not Nolans. Please. Thank you for like, do it's people okay say to say, oh yeah, it's okay to say New Orleans or New Orleans or whatever. It's when you try and like bow it up, you know, and people try and like New Holy Home. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like no one. Popeye's chicken. I, I would rather that. I would rather oh, really? that. I would rather okay. people just go, oh, you from Popeye's chicken? I'd be like, I oh, accept boy. that. I accept you're saying Popeye's chicken. But, yeah, so cool. what was it actually you? like? <laughs> It was just a very, it all seemed normal as a kid, but everyone's just like mega, it's South, so everyone's mega friendly, mega mega talkative, very in your face, sort of like, Phony how are baloney. you? Yeah. Right, right. And uh, Bless your heart. Just, life's just a little like, uh, it, it was, it prepared you from New York. I can say that, honestly. Yes, I would agree It prepares agree you that. for New York. Yeah. In what Lexi, way? Well, because in certain parts of New York, people are very talkative and uh, eye contacty and very like, you know, there's you, you connect with strangers constantly growing up in the South, especially in a city like New Orleans. So certain neighborhoods like I come here, like in Bed-Stuy, you walk around. It, it's 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 a lot of like fucking white people sitting on stoops who won't talk to you, who yeah. are just very like standoffish. And like when you're like, how you doing? They give you a very like, OK. But then these, you know, black families and Puerto Rican families who've been here their entire since they've been here mm-hmm. are very talkative and very friend to you and anyone and everyone around you. And I grew up in that same sort of element in the South. So like when I first moved to New York, it took me a while to adjust to the like the New York cool. Yes. Of just like I am stone faced and about my business. Would well, you Even, say hi to everybody on the street? I don't say hi to people, but if you're like getting into an elevator with someone or something or walking upstairs with some and you like two centimeters from someone and you almost bump into them or you are holding a door and they're trying to get in. You're like, oh, hey, are you giving them like a nod? And a lot of times people say, hey, or nod back. But then there's sometimes you just get that like, why are you trying to talk to me? Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. I'm successful. <laughs> or I project it, or I'm projecting the image that I am until I become so. Please I have touch me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of I could well, relate now, yes. to that because it depends on. I think that there's um in New York City, you know, there's the one attitude where it's like I'm busy, you know, I'm a New Yorker, you know, get out of my way, that kind of attitude. But then you also have like that pretentious white bitch that won't say hello to you in your building and you've lived there for 25 yes. years yeah. and she's you're like hey how are you and they look at you like oh god mm-hmm. like disgusting i'm going to call the cops th- <laughs> right it was a dude that i thought was doing that in the old studio in in astoria and it was in a residential building and i just saw this dude all the time and he kind of looked like i don't know if andrea you're going to remember this guy or if i am getting this right he kind of looked like brad pitt if brad pitt was a regular human being oh yeah <laughs> do you know who i'm I talking think about that okay. guy was drunk all the time yes though. so but i didn't know that until i got close to him one day i i actually told him and i i hoped i was being normal i was like hey did anyone ever tell you you look like brad pitt i see you all the time i'm saying hello and he's like no and i was like why are you not here and 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 maybe I'm like, okay, don't talk to him. He would like cross the street if I was going back uh, past him on the same block that yeah, we were yeah. in. And then one time I got close to him in passing and I'm like, oh, you're not here. You're drunk 
all the time. 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even speak. That's why you weren't speaking. Right. Because he looks like normal Brad Pitt. He's like, oh, this is so depressing. (laughs) It's kind of like when when you're doing comedy and you do crowd work. Uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but you're doing crowd work and like, you know, maybe you're trying to like talk to one person and they're like kind of not responding to you. And then the person sitting next to them is like, hey, he's like nonverbal. And you're like, oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Nonverbal. I was at a show in deep Brooklyn. Like I'm telling, I'm saying like I took a ferry and multiple buses to get to the show mm-hmm. and it was run by a friend of mine who is on the spectrum. Lovely guy. Um, but I was okay. So, but it, I, from what I understood, it was a, a normal show, you know, it's at a bar, <laughs> you know, yeah. nothing, nothing to no, nothing, no extra information given necessary. Okay. I do very loud aggressive crowd work andrea screams about cum yes i scream about cum yeah i scream about cum and i was you know doing that particular piece of art that i created Mm -hmm. am on a young man and he kept going i don't know what you want me to tell you and i was like and i was like oh uh, is he upset but then i I, but i was like is he is he like angry because because I'm like a bitch. Like this was a very, very kind of like red part of Brooklyn where I'm like, these people could just be conservative and they hate me because I'm like a big liberal slut. So I kept doubling down. Like, what do you mean? You don't want to tell me. He's like, stop. I don't like, stop it. I don't like it. And then he left. And later I found out that he was autistic. And that I oh. was yeah, yeah. He literally didn't like it. His brain was breaking Reaming because you were screaming at him. Cum. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. but I, so, but that's the good you know the screaming about come that's that stuff works yeah <laughs> it, does, it does work yeah. I just, but I would have appreciated the heads up so I wasn't scarring right yeah I've you, I've yeah. done these things before yeah you explain what come is first right. just in case anyone in there is like okay so it's a oh so it is a euphemism for semen and then you know know your audience i guess right yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah like really know them get to yeah. know it see you would think that the cum would be okay because it's white and here's the thing with um mm-hmm. autism a lot of times i don't know if you guys have ever heard this but um autistic people have problems eating different colored foods oh. and you always start off with white so like an egg white a string cheese like that kind of thing and you would think that cum was on that list <laughs> Well, mm. af- afterwards, truthfully, he did come up and hug me, which made me feel so much better. Because I was like, "Oh, I just assault!" Like I just was like verbally yeah. assaulting this guy. You did, and then and then he <laughs> came up to yeah, he came up. To or because he went in the, he went in the bathroom and jerked off. Right. <laughs> and was like, oh God, thank she's you so for hot. giving me a reason. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he understood what come was in yeah. the bathroom. Oh. Honestly. Yeah. honestly i was just happy he was okay and i was like i'll take 17 buses back from this show and this is the life path that i chose guys if you want to talk about uh any of the stuff that we're talking about here on this episode make sure you go to our facebook group only (laughs) new york podcast if you guys want to talk about come andrea is always down for a discussion uh so go in there on facebook and you could talk to all of us and you know we post a lot of things that we talk about during the show i don't care where you are on the spectrum i'll talk to you about come i'm not discriminating i will well, I discuss come with every ability and background. Thank you. And that's important. So a yeah. lot of people should understand it. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of come, uh, so you're from, you're from Nolens, right? Just okay. shout out. There it is. Boom. <laughs> Sorry guys. That's okay. Right. Also Sean, uh, something that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are really wondering 
this Cafe Dumont, not not great. I mean, I'm unimpressed. It's fried pizza dough. Where wow. are you getting the real beignets? I mean, that's that's a bold. That's that's a yeah. bold. Don't like them. That was like the. That's like me just walking in here and going, Chicago pizza is better than New York pizza. All around, not raised pizza because that's all it is. Listen, garbage. hate me. Well, she knows she's. She knows she's never leaving the house again. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. I'm here. So, no, it's. Yeah. I mean, first of all, a beignet is a specific. You have to really want to like those things. I mean, and I do want to like them. But like that's Cafe Du Monde's the only place you can get them. There's a couple of like spinoff joints, but they've mm-hmm. never. They've never really. Um, so here's the problem. I but, used to work. I don't want to brag, but I used to work in food service. You know, <laughs> you know you guys. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't worked in food service, I don't respect you. This is true. <laughs> so I worked in food service. I worked for the Grand Lux Cafe. Um, so big flex, I know. Ooh. And they had baked to order desserts. And one of the things on the menu was beignets. And sure. I had these beignets from the Grand Lux Cafe way before I've ever had one at Cafe Dumont. And the beignets at the Grand Lux Cafe are like, they're created by heaven. Sure. <laughs> and they're so delicious and they there's were, sauces yeah. have you had them there i i've not but i'm sure i'm i i know the place i'm sure it's try yeah. the sauce there's yeah. this there's three sauces right three, so there's one the sauce. there's a, a jack daniels there's whiskey calm. cream sauce which is <laughs> which is similar to yeah. andrea's favorite substance um there's a dark chocolate sauce and a raspberry sauce and you dip the beignets that are covered in powdered sugar in these sauces. It's amazing. Uh, the beignet is like, it's a round beignet. What Ooh. is a beignet? It's a it's fr- fried, it's like it's a donut. fried pizza. It's fried pizza though. I mean, she, she nailed it the first time. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a donut. It's an art. It's an artistic donut. It's Ooh. like, I have no time for a hole, just whatever shape I take. Sure. Oh. Yeah. So this, I'm telling you, this is a very different experience. So when I went, to new orleans i was like yes we're gonna get all of these things i'm gonna eat them all and i ate one and i was like i do not want to eat these anymore and that's very unlike me mm. and fair uh, enough fair enough i mean but you're like that place that place is just a beignet shop like it just pumps out yeah but you would think like, that they would be the best right because when you specialize in something you would think it would be the best and it's just mediocre well, I, but but i feel like yes but i feel like you had like the the most like handmade craft yeah. version like you could take you could take anything if you're like i'm gonna make this at cafe du loch with uh <laughs> with three different sauces and touched right. by an angel like anything would be better yeah you make anything rich yeah. and it's better that's okay how i'm just works. throwing it yeah. out there okay. if anyone's thinking about going to new orleans <laughs> you don't have to grand Lux cafe is a national yeah. chain owned by the cheesecake factory if you're if you're looking to only go to new orleans for beignets <laughs> find another reason before you go at the end of the day, he yeah. left. So you know. Yeah. So what won. made you? Leave. What made you leave? leave. Uh, and d- did you come to New York right away? I went to Los Angeles first for like okay. a year, for ten months, and then came here. Af- right. What after made that. you move to LA? Um, same thing here. I mean, like, if you want to, New Orleans is one of those cities where it's like it's beautiful and it is an inspirational European city. But if you want to do, if you want to do anything outside of a handful of careers, you have to leave. What are the handful of careers in New Orleans? Um, if you want to be a, a chef, if you want to be a bartender, teller. if you want to be a fortune teller, oh, honestly, and that's not no bullshit. If you want to be a street performer, New Orleans is not a bad place to live For because sure. it's, an, it's an yep. onslaught of uh, tourists and living there is cheap. I and, did have a jester costume. Yeah, there's a ton of fucking 
uh, street performers there. Uh, in in food service at all, like in bars, in, in okay. or like an artist. If you want to be like a painter or mm. like a sculptor or like a feces. Uh, Ooh, sweater. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A little exactly. avant garde. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to be like a, a session musician, like yes. a, a trumpet player who plays yeah. one brunch and then and then two gigs a night, and you you you'll make it a great living doing that. But like, it's aside from that, like co- there's a comedy scene there now. Sure. But when I started, it was very it was barely anything, and now it's you know. So you couldn't play the trumpet. So you I couldn't play the trumpet. I can't cook. Uh, I'm an alcoholic, so every drink I made, I wanted to drink. Right. Um, what a catch. Sp- Your girlfriend is noticing some stuff during COVID, huh? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, and we're selling that stuff on Etsy. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, that's how we're getting by, you know? I can't, I can't do gigs. She can't do gigs. <laughs> fucking selling <laughs> crap smears. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, but, yeah, it's, you have to leave. I mean, I, th- I think that's a lot of cities. Like, you just – or a lot of comedians around the country, you're like, I have to go at some yeah. point. Yeah. And I it's went a, to L- well, I went to LA first just because I thought I had to. Uh and then when I was there for a while, I was like, you don't have to, I don't have to. This is not mm-hmm. this is not this is not the right place for me yet. And then I went to New York and I came here and I just it's better. I love it. When did you I, get to New York? May March fifth, two thousand seven. Ooh. A while. Thirteen oh, yeah. years now. 13 we arrived around the same time. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, Welcome. Do you, what was your date? Do you remember? Um, I do. I think it was closer to September because I came for school. So ah, okay, yeah, there it is. Like, there it is. yeah, September 11th, maybe. Did to, to, to come school? Just the, come, the culinary academy of uh, come frappes. Oh, God, I was really hoping that it was <laughs> art and not for culinary. Years. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been working with come from all around the world. Uh, yeah, it's it's I got my my bachelor's and then I got my grad degree. So now I'm a person. She's actually <laughs> she's expanding. She's using period blood now as a medium. I mean, you got to. I, yeah. I wish we were all I wish we were all like mutants like X-Men and your power was that you just had like fire hose blast come. Like she, <laughs> how do you know she doesn't? I mean, then again, yeah, I don't. I don't know that. That's not your superhero power. <laughs> that's how I lift myself off the ground. <laughs> you can fly. You can stop yourself when you fall. You can, oh, like a jetpack. Yes. That's how. That's how she survived so far in life. That jetpack. Yeah. The jetpack of come. All right. Well, moving on. I feel like you see me, Sean, and I appreciate it. I do. I understand. <laughs> so what? So you you landed in New York. Where do you go? What's your first apartment like? Well, what's fucking so... So my first apartment was in Bushwick, but it was Bushwick circa 19 or 2007. Not, not what the fuck Bushwick is now. Yeah. So no Starbucks yet? Uh, is there a Starbucks in Bushwick? I haven't even I seen I don't know. That That's, yeah, oh, there's gotta God. be. There's gotta, there's be, gotta yeah. be something. Yeah, yeah, or the, yeah. or, or, but if it's a Starbucks, it's one of those like secret Starbucks. Have you yeah, seen like those places? Yeah, like an artisanal fake Starbucks. Yeah, yeah where yeah, you yeah. walk in, you're like, ooh, what's this new coffee shop? And it's like, it's a Starbush. Starbush. I had yeah. one of those by my house and it was called something like Berry Bucks or so. It was called something else. And yeah. you go in and it was the exact same setup as Starbucks. Oh, yeah. And it was Bucks. like even the coolers were the same. Like everything was the same. But they don't want it, but they don't tell you Starbucks. They don't they don't have right. the they don't have the woman, the praying what is what is the Mer- Starbucks? It's the logo? mermaid lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't have that. Um even though, even though it seems like that would fit in perfect, it, it seems like that logo would someone like someone's got that tattooed, right? 
Oh yeah, that's oh, like a yeah. it's like a white lady's yoga ashram, you know, situation. <laughs> Wait, so Bushwick back then, Bushwick back then, you didn't like I remember back then you don't go there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, it's a cute hipster place. It was like, no. You yeah, what was what was it like? Well, I, first thing I remember was I got I got I landed at LaGuardia. Cool. I got I had my all my shit. I got into a cab and I remember I just told the cabbie. I got in the cab and just told him the uh, the cuz JFK has the cab stand where there's the guy standing outside of the cabs who asks you where you're going. Yeah. And then somehow communicates that with the cab driver. Look, back then the LaGuardia cab stand was not that. You just jumped into a cab and I remember telling him the address. Eight, uh, uh, can I say the address? Yeah, do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, four, 846 Heart Street. Okay. Ooh. Right? Mm. Heart spelled H A R T. 846 yep. Heart Street. Mm-hmm. And I said it to him. And I truthfully expected him to just be like, you know, like he's driving a cab, like 846 Heart Street. <laughs> That's where my mother grew up, kid. <laughs> Crazy, small world. In fact, this rides on me. Welcome <laughs> to New York. <laughs> Also, do you like my British cab? I'm, driving, I'm clearly driving it on the wrong side. Like, but I expected, to, I expected him just to be so like, yeah, I know where that is. And instead yeah. he was just very like, uh, uh, you know where that is? Yes, I love that question. Do you know where that is? I'm coming yeah. from the airport. What well, is the likeliness? Here's the thing. I think that uh, cab driving in New York City has changed drastically. Yeah. Uh, so it used to be like exactly what you did. That, you know, offensive, uh, very, very offensive to me since I'm a New Yorker accent. <laughs> that was just like racist <laughs> towards Italian-Americans. Um, like that's the accent that you think about a cab driver. And it's like, yeah, you're, my mom grew up on the street. Like all of those things. And real in reality, you know, maybe, that was a thing i don't know when because before i never got us. in a cab like that right before yeah. we were around uh but now i mean a cab driver literally probably got here a week before you did yeah. from a different yeah. country i mean the cab i used to work uh i, I know you guys there you um, go. <laughs> i used to Tracy work he knows a guy I used to work in small business consulting and I used to set up the companies that worked with Uber and I used to, I used (laughs) it was in Long Island city. It was, um, right, like right by the Con Ed building in Long Island city. And I used to do these things and I used to show the businesses how to hire drivers and how to interview them. And I would, you know, have interviews and I would make them watch me interview all these guys. And a lot of, I mean, no one's from New York. Let's get real. Yeah. No yeah. one is from New York. There's uh, 21 was- people from New York City, and you're one of them. Yeah. yeah I'm I, friends I, with three yeah, of them, yeah. and the rest <laughs> of them are in a, in a home. But the drivers, the cab drivers, um, a lot of them were Turkish. Um, yeah. A lot of them were, you know, from different parts of Africa. Uh, but let's just say no one is not even from New York. No one's from America. Yeah. Yeah. Growing yeah. up, it was mostly Indian that I saw. Mm-hmm. Right. Cab so drivers. now it's now it's kind of like, you know, all over. Uh, it's a very like a Middle Eastern kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I was funny because my my father had a Lincoln for a while and same the Middle Eastern drivers would drive in the Lincolns. It, it wasn't the uh, what kind of Lincoln did he have? Uh, that boat, the town car. Yeah. It? My dad had a Lincoln yeah. town car as well. Yeah. But when my brother started Classy driving, gents. people would hail him. People would hail me. He was a Middle Eastern guy in a in a in a town car. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. I had Gypsy my cab. Da- yeah, yeah, my dad had a, a a Lincoln Town Car, silver Lincoln Town Car, and I used yes, to drive it same. once in a while. And I mean, this I thing it. was like, oh, I hated it, but Hate. what a ride! Uh, 
And I would get hailed all the time. Remember, <laughs> remember car services? I feel like yes. that is Were a they big yell thing at you? about- well, but I think that's a thing in New York that has faded hard. Yeah, they have the apps left. now. So, so we used to have <laughs> in New York City, we had four ones, right? Hamza, you had four ones as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was four, four, one, 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 one. That was the phone number, or you know, dial seven, 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 seven. seven, seven. Yeah, that was right. one yeah, I yeah. used. Yeah. And now, if you if you go into your app store, they have apps, and they've yeah, just turned fucking- into Uber. They're going to fucking die. You know what I mean, though? Like, they're, keep, they're coming in and they're like, check out my new app. And I'm like, this is the jankiest shit I've ever seen. It's Did you ever call one of those car services? Yes. All the time. Scary. Yes. All the so, time. So scary. You the get- dispatchers. Yeah. This, okay, this- here's the experience. Yeah. At, you know what, Sean? You are so good at this kind of stuff. I, do you want to share it? Like, just tell us. I'll start. You jump yeah. in if you want. Okay. okay. Here's the experience. Get your phone, get your address ready. As soon as the guy picks up, uh, how does it, where are you going? Uh, if you go, uh, okay, call me when you know, hang up. Yeah. Yep. And you call Come back, up. you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is 44 seconds. 45 seconds. Okay. Where are you going? I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold for like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He comes back. All right. 45 minutes. We'll be there. I'm like, what do you mean 45? Well, it's an hour now. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. how much is it going to be? It's going to be what it costs. All right, see you later. Bye. Yep. And you're like, oh, yeah, be what it costs. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hamza, that, it was yeah. like you were a dispatcher just now. I thought, I was like, I guess in my head, I was like, where are we going? I guess it's an hour away. I guess They're we're all so going to mean. Jersey. Also, They're when had, so mean. When you had to go to Brooklyn with these, with the, with yeah. the fancy cars, not a ch- like you'd have to try to get in there and not tell them you were going to Brooklyn. Yes. So that like by the time you're in the car, they're like, all right, now I have to take you. Or you'd be like, just go downtown. Like you'd say something kind of generic and, and then be like, but then also go to Brooklyn. And then be like, yeah, I want to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> or you just go, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah you're getting on the bridge. Just, yep, yep. Just and get- you're on the bridge now and yep. we're in Brooklyn. Gotcha, bitch. Well, <laughs> that's, you, you, okay, you said earlier that fucking quasi Italian New York accent. Yeah. I don't know. I've met very few people who speak anything like that in the city. And I certainly don't, except for when I get in the cabs. Yeah. I will suddenly, really? I will be like, all right, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. And I get in a cab. I'm like, yeah, boss, uh, we're going down to, uh, <laughs> we're going to Crown Heights, take the BQE to, uh, and you just cover yourself in and pizza I, sauce. And I just ma- and I just fucking just and they'll do it. They'll do it every we we'll go get on the queue. Put the, get the cab. We're taking the queue, the whole fucking thing. Do it. I get off at the seventh half. And well, then, you and then, could be Italian, Sean. Yeah, I, 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 I luckily have this like New York like You do, you have New York face. I can be Greek. Yeah. I can be Middle Eastern if you I You could own a pizzeria or a diner. Exactly, or both. Yeah. Both. Falafel stand. We have pizza at my diner. Why you? Why you want <laughs> right. to go? Do you have Jamaican beef patties good. there? Artichoke pizza, bad shit, man. Come here. You might have Jamaican beef patties at your diner. See, this is what I mean. Also, I love Jamaican beef patties. No, no, oh. fuck Jamaican beef patties. Let me just what? tell you something. Here's the problem. No, here's the problem. The problem is, is that when you go to a pizzeria, yeah. and they have everything. It's not a real pizza. Oh, I'm with you on that. Oh, yeah, I'm with yeah, you on for that. Sure, yeah. For sure, for sure. If when you, you look salads, and they're like, okay, oh, you can, yeah. not only that, if you can get barbecued chicken pizza <laughs> with, with wings and yeah. a Jamaican beef patty, you might not be a pizzeria. No, no. no. Oh, I, I want, I want really- all three of those things right now. 
That's the thing. You don't go for pizza there. You go for lunch. You, you go for both. I mean? Right. You go, go for, for it's, it's a restaurant, but it's not uh, what I got to tell you. I cook everything at home and it's just so easy for me. I use Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyle with select organic ingredients, right? So uh, they have paleo, plant power, keto, and balanced living. And I've been using it. Uh, my co-hosts have been using it. You guys, yes, what, what, got, what did you I make? balanced living. And what did you make? What was one of the recipes? I made this noodley thing with uh, meat. And normally mm. I wouldn't use those spices and, right. and like, you know, cook it in that way. I would just make the usual. Right. But here, it's like, oh, thank you. Because... There's, there's only so many different recipes that I know yeah, this finally yeah. like zhuzhes it up and I'm cooking a lot, so it helps. Yeah, well, yeah. the Green Chef's experts, they design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond ordinary substitutions. Yeah, they're not giving you Jamaica beef patties. They're giving you real shit, man. This, this isn't is, a smorgasbord of bullshit. This is the real shit. This is, Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company, okay? So guys, use code NEWYORK80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Go to greenchef.com slash NEWYORK80 to redeem and for more details. So that's greenchef.com slash NEWYORK80. Yes. So I, just, I just pictured that <laughs> conversation happening in real life outside of one of these pizza ice yeah. cream <laughs> falafel joints uh, that's who that's i am as a person chef. new york 80 man yeah. okay so so sean you got in the cab with this with this you're going guy. to heart street you're going to oh heart yeah street. i told that's right i told the address he didn't know where he was and this was 2007 i did not have a smartphone yeah right so basically uh he called his dispatch while we were driving mm-hmm. and was like i'm getting i'm gonna get i'm getting directions uh, and it took, I remember, I remember during the drive, I was like, I'm being hosed somehow, but what can yeah. I fucking do about it right now? And yeah. when we finally got there, it was, it was a $90 cab ride from, uh, <gasps> from LaGuardia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, you might, like, you might've gotten taken advantage of. I just, yeah. I don't want to upset yeah. you. Yeah. 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 You think I'm like, I'm yeah. like 13 years later, I'm like, yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, it was like, yeah, I get it. I was a mark, but I got, I got. I got to Hart Street. Now, this apartment, uh, I remember I, I paid $420 a month for- Money blaze. I know, right? <laughs> um, and it wasn't, they said the bedroom was small, but it wasn't a bedroom at all. It was a fucking cubicle. It was a cubicle. <laughs> ah, did, your, did your walls not go to your ceiling? They did not go to the ceiling you or, lived. Or, or all the way to the floor. Yes, you lived yeah. in a tanning salon. <laughs> I mean, it, it might as well have been. You it lived a, in a bathroom stall. <laughs> Yes. Pretty much is what it was. They they turned they they took the living room and just built a wall. It was also a no, one they didn't. ply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they actually the did not at all. They took the toilet out. Yeah. So how many rooms are in this? Uh, how many rooms are uh, supposed to be in this apartment versus how many rooms are actually in this apartment? But it was also one of these apartments too. I believe they call them railroad up here. Where yes. One oh of the- no. Well, no, it's where one of the bedrooms is not connected to yes. the f- apartment. Yes. Ah, no, okay. That was where the guy who had the lease lived. He lived in this other bedroom. <laughs> oh, that well, that's I just, not, I don't think yeah. that's a railroad because the railroad means that you like you have to walk through each 
apartment each uh room you can have separate you can have separate entrances for railroads though right Uh, interesting in new orleans those are called shotgun homes yeah Mm because the idea was you could fire a shotgun straight through and not oh that's good yeah yeah yeah. everybody knows you're doing bad in life when the type of apartment you live in has like a cute nickname for a shitty (laughs) for a weapon yeah yeah Yeah. i live in a machete yeah i live in a crossbow house (laughs) yeah Yeah. crossbow house sounds those are nice though yeah, those are nice. Yeah, because you have to have money to even know to even use a crossbow. <laughs> but like the so yeah, what's, the yeah. Guy, what's your room like? It was like I said, it was like they took the living room and just built this shitty wall <laughs> that was one ply, so it wasn't insulated or anything. So anytime, right. anytime went to the anytime anybody went to the kitchen, I heard everything. They went to the bathroom, <laughs> I heard everything. They probably heard everything I was doing. Right. Um, <laughs> And was, this, the guy, was this comics? Were you living with comics? At the time, no. At the time, it was the guy. But they were all, funny. <laughs> all I remember about the guy, he seemed like the nicest kid, but he was this like really just soft person. Like he was in the way that like you could probably talk to him about your hard day and he'd have some wonderful words of wisdom, but also like if he saw anything that resembled a mouse or if anything was slightly not perfect in his day to day, he was just like an exhausted, like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so it was a lot of that. And yet he lived in this apartment. He lived in this apartment and he lived in that satellite bedroom. So I always assumed it was in his own apartment. And I was always like, why is he coming into fucking our place? Yeah. To use our bathroom all the <laughs> you time. You thought you had like a conjoining apartment, like a hotel room? No, I thought he like had your his neighbor own, could come in. I get like he he was in and out so much. I was like, but then he asked me to help him move a desk once. And I, I saw that he had just a bedroom and I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, this is what? This isn't even connected to the apartment. But you didn't even know that you had a roommate and you were seeing them every day. I knew he no, I knew I, I did have another roommate was an NYU kid uh, of like a fresh in the States Asian kid whose English was very. I learned I, I um he was Japanese. Well, he was Japanese. I, I learned a lot of like patience in that first. What a hodgepodge group of people. What it, like, and yeah, oh yeah, and also he had a he had a debit card that was his only form of like income. But he had fucked up the strip, so <laughs> so everything that he had to buy had to be typed in by hand. Uh, <laughs> by the by the so I went with him a lot to grocery shop because he needed oh. help doing it. He needed help like. <laughs> And I would have to explain, like, hey, this strip is messed up. You just kind of have to type in the car. I'm sorry. You should have you should have written a note and pinned it on his shirt. <laughs> I should have. If lost, yeah. come, come to this shop. But, I, but that was the thing. I, it was, you know, that's key food. People don't want to. Those employees don't want to uh, eat We love shit. key food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that place. But then eventually another comedian moved in and we moved into one of the real rooms. There was an actual bedroom that we so moved into. So how many bedrooms are there? Three. Only mm. two of them are legal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So three, including your hallway roommate. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and and then I moved out of the cubicle. Someone, okay. another comedian named Cassidy Hennahan moved into the cubicle. I moved into <laughs> one. I moved into one of the real bedrooms, and another comedian moved up from New Orleans and moved into the bedroom with me. So. Oh, you had uh, a roommate. Roommate. That's why I split up. Yeah. I, if you know Neil Stastny, if you know that guy, I him. do know Neil Stastny. Yeah, Neil, Wait, so Neil did you guys I, have bunk beds? No, we both had futon mattresses. Uh, okay. On, on the floor. Opposite, on opposite ends of the floor. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it looked in, like somebody stole you for your bodies. I oh. know, right? I know. Well, <laughs> oh in God. like 
in like late. Did your say- like my mother has walked in on an apartment that I had and just started crying. Granted, the shower was right next to the kitchen sink. Did anyone cry walking into your space? We didn't let anybody walk into our space. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Smarter but than me. Yeah. Cry, crying would have been the, the third thing they would have done. Yeah. I know this is fucked up in like, I think it was September or no, October of 2007. I was convinced I was having a heart attack, even <laughs> though I wasn't, but I was like, I have pain in my shoulder. If I uh, shortness of breath, I'm doing it. I'm going to the hospital. And I remember him being like, do you want me to come with you? Are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I went and nothing. The doctor was like, uh, your EKG is completely normal. Like I went to the emergency room and Did like, you have gas? Oh. He he said he said you're. I don't know what is wrong. It's probably uh, a panic phys- attack. You're probably yeah. Panic well, attack. I'd had tons of panic attacks. That was my main thing. I was like, this is not a panic attack. I've had them before. And mm-hmm. he he was just like, you're stressed out about something, but it's not your heart. You're fine. Right. Hey, do you like, happen to live with three other people, and one of them your actually- walls not go? Do, do they yeah, yeah. the ceiling? Because <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> but when I do when you- I. Are you a chaperone for a young foreign student at the grocery store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against yes. your will. Some because... systems. Well, that <laughs> was nice that he include. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was super nice that he offered to go with you. Well, what was funny was the next morning when I got when we, when I saw, finally saw him, and then that night we're doing an open mic, and he confessed. He was like, "Yeah, the moment, whatever." I'm kind of throwing poor Neil under the bus here, but he, he, we were living in fuck two of us in one room. He was like, "Yeah, the moment you left, I jerked off. I just hadn't." Cause it, <laughs> Because that was like a, you know, you're two young boys and you've got no room to masturbate. Yeah, I never thought about that. Where and you- the other bathroom, the ba- the only bathrooms all, you know, you don't have more than three minutes in there. Cause- oh, yeah. Are you hoping that he had a heart attack the next day? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just, I was disappointed because I was way slicker than him. I would jerk off when he was in the shower. Right. I would, you know, I was way faster about it, I guess. Oh, but you're so good at it. I'm so good at it. You know? <laughs> You could do it in like a minute. That pleases so many of your girlfriends. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That exercise that you did. You got good. You got good living in that apartment. You got you got you had to get good at masturbating. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Yeah, That's our quote for the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's masturbation. When and you that, live in close quarters, you do have to do that. Or also, how did you have sex? You wouldn't have bring people back to this place. No, Darius. absolutely yeah, not. Okay. No, yeah. you just, that, that was just odd. That, and that's, an, that's, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. I'm sure you have that moment of like, I'm sure you have just as women where you're like, hey, whose place are we going back to? And you can tell yeah. neither one of you want to go back. <laughs> oh, yeah. place. I, I don't think I've ever gone to a guy's place. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't play that game. One of my boyfriends had his own place at a very crazy young age. Um, and he had some roommates and like, I would go there, but like very like gross. This is gross. Like this whole apartment is gross. Um, and then it was always like, I lived alone. Wow. So yeah. it was always like, I mean, clearly it's going to be my place. And then I'm going to ask you to leave immediately after. Uh, if I have to make up a story about why I remember one guy fell asleep at my house and I was just, you know, staring at the ceiling like you do, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. just lay awake. You can't you sleep with a stranger. Why did I do that? Well, I mean, not that he was a stranger, but, you know, so I'm like staring at the ceiling and I'm like, oh my God, here's my plan. I'm going to get up, put on, now I lived in a studio apartment, put on all of the lights and start vacuuming. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, oh, this is what time I get up. Ah, <laughs> he was like, really? I was like, yeah, I'm an early riser, but you could stay sleeping. Smart. 
And then he was like, I'm going to get out of here. I was like, oh, come on. Uh, Don't. Uh, I would love it. I would love it if he did like, okay, pulled out, like pulled out your earphones, plugs, <laughs> your like plugs. a mask, like, all right, yeah, cool. Right oh back. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, was that your worst apartment, Sean? Please say yes. I mean, yeah, that was my worst. And that one okay. ended up another comedian move. That one still to this day, comedians live in. I've had comedians. That's what they deserve. Yeah. yeah. That's 13, like a crash pad. So are, are established comedians living there or is it like the new, like you're importing comics from New Orleans to live in the no. bathroom stall? Yeah, the, the Lucas brothers have lived there. Um, uh, pretty much, I've had at least a dozen comedians over the past six years be like, yeah, my first apartment was 846 Hart Street. <laughs> wow. Well, now I I'm feel really like, glad you gave the address. Yeah, know, there you go. <laughs> and I'm like, am I going to make it? You know, should I live in this apartment for a little while? <laughs> is there like, I don't know. Is that like a, you know, is that like being baptized into comedy? There is uh, there the water in the shower makes you funny, and it's only that mm-hmm. particular shower. Do you think head. it's the poisonous water? Do you think it's like is it like mud? Does it come out like it comes out? Yeah, exactly. Like, like pudding. It, it makes you dirtier. So the only way to get by is to be fu- so funny people don't notice how filthy you are. <laughs> there's, wow. a, there's another one of these comedian crash pads on Menahan Street in uh, in Bushwick. Which, Menahan, um, I know at least. Menahan Street, yeah. Okay. And me, me, I don't want to give out the address because I've gotten in trouble for that in the past, but <laughs> me and a comic both slept, she slept with one of the comedians who lived in on Menahan Street, and then I was about to sleep with one of the roommates, and you mentioned earlier, like, have you ever had people be like, I don't want to go back to my place, and I really wanted to just go into this apartment. We thought it'd be so funny if we both fucked in Menahan Street, so I kept, like, insisting that we go to his place. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept being like, it's farther away. You're like, I just need to. I can't yeah. explain yes. it. <laughs> it's and on the, my bucket list. And the address had 69 in it. And I'm like, the prophecy foretold. I have to. Did wow. you get to? Yes. Didn't Thank you God. send her a picture from there? Is that I that did. same story? I sent okay. a picture of myself in front of the address with the thumbs up. And then I also sent her a picture of me and this comedian smiling right after we had sex with his. Uh, I can't wait to hear after we record this, all of the details. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what kind of New York moments have you had while you're here? Because you're used to a city and like things being a little outside of the norm. So what could have shocked you being here? Well, I, so my first ever subway ride mm. was on the G. Okay. Uh, from the from the um, uh, what's it? The Metropolitan Graham stop mm-hmm. to the Clinton Washington. Wow. Okay, right? that's a nice ride. My my friend from high school lives still lives in New York. He's still my good friend. Um, he uh, at the time lived in Fort Greene, so he's like, "Come hang out, come." And I I walked from where I lived, which was off the Jefferson, or I'm sorry, off the DeKalb stop, off the mm-hmm. L. Mm-hmm. I walked from there to Williamsburg, well, like one of my whoa, it's a long yeah. walk. And at the, well, at the time, it was just because I didn't know exactly where I was going. And I was like, that's kind of like in my nature. I'm a wanderer. I'm just a yeah. fucking walk around Johnny. So I ended up just walking and finding my way into Williamsburg and being like, oh, look at this fancy shit. But I was on the phone with him and he directed me. And it, remember, no smartphones. It's 2007. Or at least I didn't have a smartphone. That's how I 
used to cope with being really broke. Instead of being like, oh, I can't afford a smartphone. I just pretended like they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Did you no have one like a, has these things. Did you have a sidekick? <laughs> I had a blackjack. What is that? <laughs> that it's a was walkie-talkie. A, it was a ripoff of a Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shotgun apartment of phones. Exactly. Um, I believe shotgun apartment came before railroad apartment. Just okay. throwing that okay. out. All right, all right, all right. But – um. Don't take your shotgun out or nothing. Yeah. The G, the G train now is a very efficient. Yes. You know, if it's, it's sta- but it could, because it stands for gentrification freeway, like every mm. neighborhood off the G, li- naps, off the G line naps. is like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But back in 2007, the G and G train stood for gonna wait another hour and a half. Oh, yeah. It was a joke one. back then. You like didn't even, it was like not even worth taking it. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was basically finally got on one and I'm, and it was like me, it was maybe four other people on the train and the G train is the old school New York trains mm-hmm. where it's like the, those orange sheets that are yeah. like, so we've yeah. definitely spoken about this yeah. before on the, uh, on this podcast. So basically there's two kinds of subway cars. One of them has the church pew seating, mm-hmm. which is on either side of the train. And then the other one is like this beautiful Brady bunch colored seats. Yes. And it's just orange and yellows and these warm tones. Andrea, you work in design. Uh, And it's just like a beautiful uh, mishmash. And there's like a little bit of a love seat. And everything is like in groups. And you get to just really bond with people in small with in small groups right you get to see uh you know the guy jerking off like very close to your face like you know closer than it would have been uh you know they could actually reveal themselves to you much easier and i really i enjoy the seating you get to spread (laughs) covid in a really pure way which is great i see i I would i would argue that the orange seating the the, those perform because the seats aren't straight they like right they branch off at certain points and like it's like a little mini maze yeah. So, you know, you could, a guy could hide behind one of those while jerking. Yeah, I like that. That's, yeah. that's what they're looking to do is hide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do it in a public place. To, just to hide it. That's yeah, the, of course. the yeah. dichotomy of they're it all. King. I mean, maybe his roommate was home. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. you he, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. I'm like, bro, I get it. Do what you got to do. Just do it quick, quick, quick. I mean, yeah. how, you know, you got to get good at this. You got to do it quick before we get I'm to like, the next I'll stop. I'll stand in front of you. I'll stand in front of you. Just keep going. See, you're a good roommate. Yep. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that you won't let anybody else in your OCD palace. I because I, I understand that too. Um, but basically, uh, riding the train, there's maybe five other people on there. And I remember everyone was looking down at their phones. And again, they probably all had smartphones, but there was no Wi-Fi in the tunnel back then. So sure. you remember smartphones before Wi-Fi. You just kind of read whatever... Yeah. You had downloaded before you went down to the, to the tunnel. I didn't have a smartphone. So I remember the thought specifically being like, I guess everyone's rereading old texts to make sure they didn't miss, it, they, they didn't miss anything. Yeah. So, innocent. so I was like, I'll do, I'll do the same. I'm a fucking New Yorker now. So I'm just like on my phone as well. And a guy comes onto the, tr- the, tr- the track into the car from another car, which I remember thinking was so amazing. Because I was like, I didn't yeah, know you yeah, could do yeah. that. Yeah. It's so loud for a it's second. It's crazy when, they when you it. first see it. You're like, is he a wizard? How did he yeah. get through? Like, wow. And it was like immediately clear that this man <laughs> w- never had to worry about his roommates being home to jerk off. This guy, because he didn't, because uh, we were all his roommates. Right. Uh, yeah. He was home. Yeah. He was home. 
And but he he was a very like grizzled, and he was doing this thing where he would walk and sit in a seat near people and kind of he would go uh, he would make this growl this sort of like low pitch growl mm-hmm. uh, and then after a few seconds when no one would respond he'd just get up and go sit <laughs> in another seat so he was almost like playing sit down plinko the whole car uh, and he, i respect that and he had he had a bag of change because mm-hmm. he kept jangling it in a way that was like hey there could be more change in here just saying but he wasn't saying anything. He was just sort of jiggling. And I remember thinking like, all right, how much are we going to give this guy? Right. You know what I mean? Fellow New Yorkers. He's one of, <laughs> our, he's one of us. Guys, we have to band together and save yeah. this man. He seems like he doesn't have a place to stay. Exactly. And I, 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 whatever you guys put in, I'll match. That's my tax for moving here. <laughs> you, were, you were like the corporate, you were corporate Sean. So you were like, did, I will went, match your contribution. Yeah. He he went home and did a half wall to the kitchen, and that guy moved into there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was, yeah, exactly. No, no, no instead, I, everyone just ignored him, right? And, That's and in your way. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right. I don't I know guess. how to respond to. Ugh. Yeah, and it was a moment of like, all right, all right. I guess you got to earn it. I guess you got to earn it in New York. And he leaves out of the other side of the car, which I was like, That's equally as cool as when you came in. Mm-hmm. And then. Maybe three stops later, he comes back from that side. Not a good sign. Right? Mm-hmm. And he got kicked out. Almost immediately, your, your olfactory senses are like, ah, there's fresh shit afoot. Uh, oh, no. Well, he had to go back home. He took a shit. He had to go back home, which was well, your basically, car. Basically, no, but now he had two bags. Oh. No. One of them was with change. One of them was still full of change. The other uh-huh. one was now this mystery substance. Unless, it, 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 if you had a stuffy nose, you'd have, it'd have been a mystery substance. But if you could smell, it was like, oh, God damn it. Did he shit in a bag? Did he buy shit from the other car? <laughs> he bought yeah, shit. Did he buy shit, shit car? Shit? And now, now, maybe that's what it uh, means. Does he have, have less change in his bag? Oh. That I didn't, that I should have because noticed. All then I know you is, will know. Well, the thing, but then again, do you pay for shit with money? You know what I mean? I don't know what their commerce is like. Right. You pay for shit with more shit. Everyone knows shit for shit. Or I would I would even imagine some cum. You could probably pay for shit with some cum. Yeah. What crazy world are you guys living in? You know, it's like you don't even know what capitalism is. (laughs) Well, we're talking we're talking about tunnel capitalism, all right? Fair trade economy. You know, we've been told that drink tickets is a payment, so we're a little confused. Thank you. Yes. Do you think? Do you think he shit in the other car, or he shit in between the cars? I or I, I wonder if here's because here, here's why his act, his actions after this made me think maybe he had the shit on him the whole time, There's but more. was able to hide it because now he was doing the same thing he was doing before, where he was like sitting down and growling and mm. jiggling the change bag but now he had a little more gusto to it where it sort of implied like hey there should be more change in this bag if not there will just be shit everywhere did that work <laughs> so do you think that that was like a threat it was like okay yeah i make it absolutely totally. felt that way right yes. okay so he's like i mean you don't yeah. want to give me money now that's fine wait until i come back for round two <laughs> that's, that's what it treat. felt like that's what it felt. And I remember, and I remember again looking at all my fellow New Yorkers on the train being like, How are we going to take this guy down? He's a threat. You know, this is American. This is New York, baby. We got to stand up for our own, right? And again, nobody fucking reacted at all. Wow. They stayed staring yeah. at their phones. They called and that his was bluff. a moment where, well, that was, see, yes, but for me, a fresh, a newbie, I was like, All right, now I'm afraid. 
Now I'm yeah. feeling, no, do I have fair. to become this jaded to survive here? Or even under the threat of shit, you're still yeah. just like, <laughs> Listen, ignore it. Ignore Sean, it. welcome to New York. Yeah. You can't be afraid of a bag of shit from a stranger. Like that is nothing. Well, that's that you're right. And this is how I learned it. Like two stops later, maybe not even two, maybe the next stop was Clinton, Washington. And it just so happened everyone except for that homeless guy was also getting off on Clinton, Washington. <laughs> no. What a coincidence. What a coincidence, right? Uh-huh. But as we were getting off, there were maybe eight more people getting on Aww. and not one fucking person getting off Warned that train him. said a fucking word uh-huh. to any of those eight people getting off. Because it's your, your game to play now, Not baby. even a moment of like, hey, maybe wait for the next one. There's a guy on a bag of shit. We're not sure of his intention. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No, because remember when you tried to say hello or just head nod? Yeah. How are you going to be faced when you were like, hey, there's shit on that train? Fuck you, man. <laughs> no, because That's, everyone, see, the problem yeah. too with New York is like, every there's so many people that are just so mentally ill that you yeah. could be, like, if you said like, hey, don't get on that train, the guy's got a bag of shit and a bag of change, like, <laughs> They're like, oh, man, this guy's crazy. That's you're, the crazy now, guy. Yeah, now yeah. you're the crazy guy. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the way to 100%. end this is to just let this happen. That's yeah, it. I, that's I, that's someone me, else's story now. Yeah. I thought Every man for, for themselves. It hit me in a very like, uh, you know what? That Respect the hustle. You know, yeah. Yeah. we're not going to fucking take away that guy's opportunity. You might make money off. The, these guys might be a bunch of suckers. Have right? you ever been not doing well on a show and all of a sudden Never. you take out a bag of shit. Um, <laughs> metaphorically. Yes. <laughs> you think did this you, is bad now. I'm going to kill this autistic kid even harder. Did you like, like, did you learn anything from this train ride? That's basically what I'm asking you. Oh yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, that's what I said. You, you got to respect each, You respect each other's hustle. Respect like, the I don't, I don't know. I don't know that you don't, uh, we don't know that that guy isn't rolling in fucking change. He's rolling yeah, something. His, he's, he's rolling, rolling in something for sure. But that guy, that guy might be the fucking William or William Buffett. The William Shatner of, of, <laughs> of, uh, of the tunnels because wow. of his system here. So Sean, you were in New York city for a while and mm-hmm. um, you were doing like odd jobs for cash. Well, yeah. I mean, my first, yeah, I, I was a dog walker for a really long well that's like a very popular job with comics. Yeah, I don't when I when I was dog walking it seemed like no one had even heard of it. When I was dog walking it was like you do what? There was a this lot was of before that. dogs even walked at all. This yeah. was before yeah, leashes existed <laughs> and none of that. No smartphones. Yeah. Dogs used to stay home until Sean came to New Orleans (laughs) and just freed the dogs of New York City. And we're like, guys, there's more for you. Dogs used to be like cats. Well, you know what fucking sucked about what was so insane about that? Because it was for, you know, back then. I understand now dog walkers are pretty affordable. But in 2007, 2008. Okay. My first job was I worked at a coffee shop on Wall Street, which is the only part of that sentence my mother ever heard. Was uh, I my work, son works on Wall Street? On Wall Street. <laughs> you know, Sean, I got to tell yeah. you, I understand that because I uh, I know that you guys are going to be super shocked, but I uh, I started off as an actress and I was on Broadway. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, but it was Broadway and Canal. Tracy, it was Broadway know, and Canal. Like, it was it was oh, it was, oh. was a, a seven floor walk up on uh-huh. Broadway and Canal, uh, and that was uh, a show that I performed in, and I told everyone that I was in a show on Broadway. Uh, okay, there you go. There you go. So I totally understand. You worked on Wall Street. I was on Broadway. I get it. Yeah, baller. 
And yeah. but that that was my fr- that sucked. I got I left that. But then when I was dog walking, it was all it's all mega rich people. Yeah. Back then, it's all. And there was a lot of times we'd I'd go into the home to get the dogs, and the owners would just be home, mm-hmm. and not like working, like just chilling, you know. And there was, it was one guy who every time I went, he was on the treadmill. <laughs> it was like, what are you? Why do you know you, you could go outside with the dog, dogs, right? <laughs> yeah. A dog is like nature's treadmill. Like, why do you fucking? What are you doing? And That's funny. And there was a, there's, I, you know what Brussels Griffons are? They're I like do, very, of yeah. course. They're so cute. They're so, like I little mean, alien dogs. Ugh, yes. Um, this guy had, this other guy had two and they were very old and I had to put a coat and booties on both. <laughs> no matter what the weather was. I had to put, if, and if it was any different coats, if it was cold, it had a, one had a little fur hood. I would was, bite you. I would bite. I wanted to bite me. <laughs> and the dude instead of and these are two old ass Brussels Griffons who didn't want to wear the shit so I had it took a while and he would just stand he would just stand there and provide commentary what would he from say? the perspective oh. of the dogs from the perspective no. of the dogs every day so it was just oh, he'd like, get oh, cute about it oh Sean what are you doing huh you know you put on my left foot first then my right foot okay never mind you're gonna go mm. back feet front feet oh. today I like your style you change it up Oh, wrong hoodie. Wrong hoodie. I think it's a little too hot for the sweater, Sean. This oh, pers- whatever. I'll wear it. This like person kind of is shit. paying you to like, to like bully you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's torture. like I'm paying him to walk dogs. but As really, soon as you walked out that door, you know he jerked it, right? Yeah. I hope so. I <laughs> real hope quick. So. Real quick. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. But um, I, I quit being a dog walker on November 5th, 2008. Oh, date. Oh, God. <laughs> well, can you remember what happened on November 4th, 2008? There was an election. There was an yeah. election. Do you remember who won? Uh, Obama. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm like, this shouldn't be hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> that, was remember, Kennedy, Kennedy, that was Kennedy. That was Kennedy. Right. So it was like a beautiful, like new November day in New York, kind of warm, very sunny. Everyone is in the best mood of their yeah, fucking year. I remember year. this this time. Yeah, people right. were on the streets partying. I partied out on the streets when he won. Yeah, it was yeah. And like I'm walking this dog named Maximilian, who was a 17 uh, year old greyhound, very old. Oh, uh, had had one. They don't paw. even live that long. <laughs> exactly. It was not supposed to still be alive. Um, it's shat. Constantly, constant. Same old for man. the buses. That's so exactly. You know. mm-hmm. And we're walking, and it was this, it was a very kind old dog. And we make the corner, and there's this woman who has a Maltese puppy, the little like, ones, little little Maltese puppy, and it's on this, and it it comes running to yap up at this Maximilian, and it's on this like this woman's on her phone, and she's got this thing on this retractable leash, and she looks over at me for a second, she just kind of lets it run, and it gets up on it's like jumping and like pawing on his nose and just in his face and being, it's like adorable little picture moment. And then Max, this 17 year old Greyhound responds by murdering it uh, in a matter of seconds. Full on. He ate the dog? Full on. Just (laughs) primal shit. Like like clamped it. did did, Did the fucking thing where it clamped down, reared back with its head. And then let like it shook it around, for, like let it go for a second and then bit down harder. <laughs> it, happened, it all happened so goddamn fast. It was like, what the fuck? And now, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I don't. I've 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 told this story before, and I get a lot of 
uh, I've gotten a lot of like suggestions of what I should have done in that moment. And I've sort of been shitting my pants. Yeah, I, I'd like to say here's no, there is no, here's what you do in that moment. Fuck! Because yeah. no, there's nothing in life that prepares you for the moment for the murder. when the old senior citizen of a dog that you're walking decides it's going to just kill, kill a kill. tinier animal. Right? Murder. Right, like a greyhound's not even an aggressive dog. No, it's not. And the woman, it takes her a second, and then she finally looks over to see what's happening, and she's just sort of like, oh, fuck! And, like, now we're oh both trying to, like, open the dog's mouth, oh and it's not God. happening. Oh, my and God! This fucking, uh, and this construction worker, and this happened on uh, uh, Prince and, fuck, I can't remember the other strip. Fulton, Ed, no. I mean, it, it was money. in Soho. It was in Soho. Yeah. And oh, God. This, this construction worker appears out of nowhere, when with his hard hat, just starts slapping the dog in the ass, like hard. Uh-huh. And at first it was like, what are you even doing? But within seconds, it forced it to yelp finally. Right. And finally it was like, ah! and thus we were able to get the dog. The body the of the dog, dog remaining. Fell out of its mouth. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was real dead. It looked like, like for a second <laughs> laying there on the concrete, it was like, this looks like, this is like the cover of a death metal album. Like, uh, oh, and so, so now yeah. what? God. Um, now you call nine one one. I I called nine one one. The woman scooped up her dog, poor woman, and oh. ran off with it. There was a vet. There was like a vet emergency vet hospital around the corner. I didn't know where she was going, but she knew. Um, oh, she ran off she with the dog. She could still save it. Fair enough. So, yeah, fair yeah. enough. And yeah. I'm just kind of standing there, like with this dog, you know. And now it now it doesn't understand what it's done wrong. You know, it's just sort of like sitting and being a dog. And this construction worker is just like, dude, I saw the whole fucking thing. There's nothing you could have done about that. For real. There's fucking nothing you could have done about that. Jesus Christ. I'll wait with you. I'll wait while the cops show up. I'll wait. That was very nice of them. And like the cops came and we we tell them the story and they they basically hit us with this whole like, wait, so the dog, it didn't attack a person or nothing like that? Well, all right. Good luck. Right, and also like the I gotta, lady's I not there. I gotta go shoot a black person. What are you doing? Yeah, well, it's like they were like, I, I remember one of the guys being like, "We're not the dog police," and in my head being like, "Well, if you were the dog police, you'd be dressed similar and <laughs> you'd still be wearing out uniforms and probably have a number." That's your response to that traumatic experience yeah, that a, a neighbor. Well, I gotta felt. tell you, that's why I ask if you called nine one one because I feel like the cops like, like almost everything is not their job. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I was like, they're definitely going to say that this is not their job because I've called them for like human things. And they're like, oh, there's nothing we could do about that. Yeah. I had a guy, I was driving my car on New Year's Day three years ago. And I was, uh, this guy was like, uh, I guess I was driving slow. And then when I turned, he followed me and he had his kid in the backseat in a car seat. And he was with his wife. This is like noon on New Year's Day in a residential neighborhood. I'm in Forest Hills. I stop at the stop sign and he comes over and he's like frantic and he tells me to roll down my window and I'm like oh maybe something maybe he needs like I don't know something bad happened and Mm. I go to roll down my window and he goes to punch me in the face and I roll up my window super quick and I I dot and he punched my window instead of my face and I called the cops and I he he lived on the block that we were on Because we were on my friend's block and I was like, oh my God, this happened. This was the car. He's like, oh, that's my next door neighbor. So I call the cops and there's like, and I'm like, you know, this guy tried to punch me in the face. He punched my car. Like he was harassing me. He wouldn't let me leave. Like it was pretty bad. And this is because I was driving a little slow. Um, Yeah. yeah, And I call and the cops are kind of like, 
yeah, I mean, there's nothing we could really do about that. You can't really call us for these things. And I'm like, I, I got attacked by a man. And they're like, that's kind of like not our job. So if you're calling for a dog, yeah. they're definitely going to say it's not their job because I was oh calling God. about my face. They did. I remember they did wait and the woman did come back with one of the do- like one of the one of the legs. I, I, well, no, I doubt she no, but she came back with like one of the employees of that care yeah. center and they t- took a statement for me and from the construction worker. And, and like I apologized profusely to the woman, but she clearly was like, it's. It's, I get it. Not your fault. Right. I, it's not even like, your dog. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I got, I got let go. Can you believe it? I got Wait, so go. what did the guys, so who's That's the owner fault, of the Greyhound? Though. Yeah. That was the saddest part was that the owners of the Greyhound were this very well-to-do, very friendly couple uh, that he, one of the guys, it was, two, it was gay guys. One of them was Turkish. So they were always going back to Turkey. So I was always staying in their apartment. Mm. Uh, to watch the dog. They were super fucking friendly. They were so nice. They, they gave me, they were, they were just the greatest guys and I never saw them again because Aww. I was legally not allowed back in their apartment. Like but the were company, you fired because the dog had to be put down and there's no job anymore? The dog did not have to be put down. I found out later from one of the other guys who worked at the company, the dog is now required by law to wear a muzzle. It's muzzled okay. now every time it goes. So it's outside. like a sex it's, offender dog. It's also, if we're, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, just prob- it's probably dead now. That was, you know, 12 wow. years ago. Imagine it's not, though. Yeah. Imagine it's still it's- alive. Just- <sighs> they had, and they just put down one of the owners. They were like, yeah. listen, if there's two of you, you guys just pick which one. Well, it drank, it drank, like it, it-, it drank that Maltese blood. It's going to live forever now. <laughs> but you got to understand why you wouldn't be walking their dog anymore, just even for the chain. Oh, like, Oh, yeah. The company, they yeah. told, the, I worked for a company, and the company was like, we had to fire you so they couldn't sue us. Oh, you, yeah. Saw, yeah. you got fired from the whole company. From the whole company, oh. yeah, yeah. The whole company was like, we can't, we are, you're, right, you're then, a liability. And then, yeah. and then you go to another company, and you're like, oh, what's the worst thing that ever happened while you were walking a dog? It's like, oh, nothing. they tried to get into a Starbucks, nothing. Well, funnily <laughs> enough, from that, one of the clients of the, this is fucking insane. One of the clients of that company, she had three Maltese, like, grown up. I was the only person who could fucking rein them in. They were okay. awful, awful, terrible, untrained animals. Yeah. She was a well-to-do young lawyer in Manhattan. She yeah. loved me so much that when she heard I got fired, she fired the company and then hired me to be her personal dog Ooh. walker. But that oh. turned into her personal assistant. Mm-hmm. So an average day for her would be I would walk her fucking stupid dogs, take care of them, do her grocery shopping, and then serve a subpoena, right? Which I am not at <laughs> all legally trained to do. And no. I why is yes. that? Like, hey, tell a joke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, Sean. I only had to do it twice, though. Wait. So the subpoena thing, right? I didn't yeah. know personally that you have to, when you serve a subpoena, you have to give the person you're serving all of your information, including your address. Um, and I did that for a friend who was evicting his roommate uh, because his roommate was very violent and on drugs. Yeah. And I didn't know that the court gives the guy all of your information. And what? yes, they because that's why you hire a process server. That's why people do that as a job because they take they get paid to do it and they take on that responsibility. Well, that's yeah. insane because I I, the, I I had to give her I gave them her address if like no yeah. because when you're a process when you serve someone it says yeah. who served you what's and and you have to write like your license number your address your telephone number like everything. So I if I ever get murdered. 
it's my friend's old roommate. He has murdered me. Okay, noted. Well, yeah. then, and that's then, on a podcast. So. The world should know I did it illegally as fuck then because they had <laughs> zero of my information. <laughs> yes. Good. All I all I knew was I had to say I had to say their name. I had to I had to say the words you're being served, right. and they had to touch the envelope. They had to mm-hmm. touch it. <laughs> that's like Beetlejuice. And yep. the first time I did it, I was like, "Hi," said their name, and they're like, "Yes." And I handed them the thing, and they touch it. And I said, "You're being served," and they took it and gave me a very like whatever yeah. look and it was fine because right, it's not your fault but yeah. the one one time i did it and as soon as i said you've been served the dude just like let go of it and put yep. his hands up like no 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 and i was like yep and they tell like- you well i was told walk away in that moment if they yeah. touch the envelope and you've told them walk away uh-huh. and i did that <laughs> and How she paid me three hundred dollars a week this fucking bitch oh Are you three hundred dollars a week yeah does she know what? what the hell you are <clears throat> this was in two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> when I told her I did comedy, she that was the only time I ever made her laugh. She was like, Oh, that I was gonna pay you five hundred, but now three hundred. No. <laughs> she fucking I and but I ended up uh quitting that job. I worked for her for a year though. For oh, wow. a year of just God. like so the death of that dog like led to this whole butterfly effect of this weird like subpoena serving lifestyle you know that yeah. you <laughs> and she was also one of these people, and I hate these kind of fucking people, but she lived in Manhattan. And she would be like, oh, Sean, you live in Brooklyn. And at the time, I still lived in Bushwick. And I was like, yes, I live in Brooklyn. She's like, oh, well, then you can drop this off on your way yes. home. And yes. it would be like, yes. this is in Bensonhurst. Uh-huh. This is on the other side of the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one like, of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was that person where I'd be like, yeah. oh, cool. Instead of just hopping on the L 20 minutes home, I've now got to go an hour south. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then what that happened to you? I, would ever fucking, <laughs> I got through it all. You know what I mean? Like now you're amazing. Well, thank you. I think like that. I think that's part of why New York is so awesome because that I tell this to people who move here all the time. I'm like, just hunker down for the first two years. Yeah, it will yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, it's everything that could possibly happen. Not not necessarily go wrong, but everything that could make you tougher because it doesn't kill you is going to happen. Yes, and yeah. just roll with it. Like I totally get it. that. Love yeah. it. Like two to three years, two years in, the first year is horrible. The first year, you're going to hate it. Yeah. The second year, you're going to start to like understand how things work and get a little better at functioning. And the third year, when you start to like find your friends and your neighborhood and like you're, you're getting confident in your routine, that's when you start to love it. And I, yeah. when I moved here, I, wa- I wanted to leave after I graduated from the Come Academy, but three years in... Um, I was like, I fucking love this place. But and it, then it you took- gra- and then you graduated summa cum laude. Yeah, summa, summa cum laude. Here we go. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, <laughs> folks. We'll be here all night. I actually graduated <laughs> uh, July. Was it no June 28th? I graduated and I graduated summa cum laude. Congratulations! I did. Thank you. And I did it for Andrea. The cum Thank part. You. Thank you. Very you get, yeah, we're just a, allowed. To, is there a competition between you guys? Yes, we're both trying to get more, more stupid gag degrees. <laughs> Listen, I uh, I do things like you know when I graduated, people are like, "What are you gonna?" Oh my god, now you're gonna like get a job, and I'm like, "No, I did it like for fun." Like, to, <laughs> yeah, I graduated know, some, summa things. cum laude for fun. <laughs> yeah, I just like wanted to see. I mean, you know, next I'm gonna like organize my uh, linen closet. Yeah. We all do. We all have our own way of really like unwinding. Uh, Sean, every single thing that you've done has brought you to this point, And we're so happy that you're here. Where could everyone find you? What are you working on? Talk to us. Um, I'm on all the socials. Mr. Sean Patton. It looks like Mrs. Ian Patton. Um, 
and uh, that's my alter ego. And uh, I mean, I, I do have my, I do have my, uh, my drag queen name a hundred percent. If I was a drag queen, it? it would be Mrs. <laughs> Ian, Ian Patton. Mrs. Ian Just Patton be, like yeah. the full name because yeah, so yeah. many people be like, you know, your shit looks like Mrs. Ian Patton. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> um, but find me on all that. I have an album out now that I love. It's called Scuttlebutt. Uh, yes. Awesome. Where can people get that? Everywhere. Anywhere you get albums. Uh, if you, it's on Helium Records if you like to be that kind of person who buys it from the record shop but, or from the, from the label. But, uh, and yeah, and then Five Words, a podcast on All Things Comedy. Check it out. And, What's and it called? Five Words. Five Words? Okay, great. On, on the All Things Comedy Network. And well, I, I should have each. I, I want to have you all on. We got to do it individually. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. That. No, we got to do that. We got to have you on. When you can see live performance, if Sean is in, when, if that ever happens again, Sean is one of my favorite comedians to watch. He's so fabulous. Sure. Well, thank he you. He is just such a joy, so hilarious, and uh, a great follow, people. Come see me at these outdoor shows in New York if they yes. were canceled from the fucking rain. I used to love the rain until it was like, oh, it cancels the one thing. Sean, I had a show again. last week, and it was not canceled because of the rain. <laughs> and I performed in a thunderstorm, soaking wet, dressed next to a dumpster in a diner parking lot. That's so what no. she said. What? <laughs> New York. Sean. Wait, that di- the Bel Air Diner show? Bel Air Diner Sean, show. Sean, it was, it was in a thunderstorm. There was lightning. There was thunder. They didn't I, cancel on you? They did not cancel it. Here I was. I did it. They didn't want to be cancel culture. You know what I mean? They're trying Boom. To yeah, Boom. So, so not, always, not always does the rain take anything away from me. I've gotten I've gotten shows here that are like, oh, they're gonna cancel tomorrow because it might rain. Yeah, and you're like, well, okay, I guess that's fair. But you're not doing enough parking lots, diners. So, yeah, the closer you are to the dumpster, the lower the chances are of the show getting canceled. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Fair no, I, I had a fun time though. I needed to get outside, uh, and you know, even if it was next to a dumpster, which is you know my favorite place to be. Uh, Hamza, what do you have going on? Talk to us. I have a podcast called Keith and the Girl. Everybody on here has been on it and has been oh, yeah. a blast. And uh, KeithandTheGirl.com, Keith and the Girl on every platform, Keith and the Girl on social media. And my name is Chemda, C-H-E-M-D-A, on all social media, Chemda, K-A-T-G on Instagram. Amazing. You guys, how, how you, is, wait, I got to ask, how is, how is Keith handling COVID? Is he just like, this shit doesn't exist. Why aren't we should all be fucking touching? Like, boom. I don't know why I portray Keith as a. This is his best life. He's like, <laughs> hey, I. His pursuit is to watch every single movie ever made, and he finally hit his goal. There so is. he's. I'm you loving know, it. He is. And also he's yelling at people to wear masks and how they're killing. Oh, so he's the opposite. He's the opposite yeah. of a COVID denier. Good. Yeah. good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's just finding a way to use his anger in a new form to answer your question. Like you were like, he's going to be yelling about something. You are correct. He's just yelling on the better side. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, we can need, we need that. We can use him. If you guys want to hear more about Keith, definitely listen to Hems' podcast, Keith and the Girl, uh, KATG.com. I love being on that podcast. Absolutely. But if you want to know more about Only in New York, you can go to onlyinnewyorkpod.com. We have experiences. You guys could have virtual brunch with us. You could have balls. You could have sauce. It's going to be amazing. We have holographic stickers. We have shout outs. You guys could sponsor an episode. You could do all the things make sure you go to only in new york it makes an amazing gift 
Uh, it just, it will make your life. It might change your life. Uh, and you could follow it definitely me. definitely will ours. So. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You, will, you could follow me uh, at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. And you could check out my other podcast, 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk and Teen Mom Trash Talk. And you could go to TracyCarnazzo.com for any of my upcoming projects. Andrea, what's happening over there? Follow me at come doctor 25. No, follow me. At you know there's a come doctor wish. 25. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to add it right now. Um, follow me at Andrea comedy 69 on Instagram. I'm you having fun on there. Yeah. Um, check out my podcast, the hot mess comedy hour. Everyone here has also been on that wonderful guest. Um, and, uh, you know, just have a little bit of uh, bowls and sauce. <laughs>